Miracy. Before we could only address that segment of people who specifically wanted to be dedicated course creators. Now we can also address the segment of people who want to use courses in some aspects of their business, which is likely some type of coaching or consulting or expertise giving business, but they don't want to build it all themselves. Hello, and welcome to Blowing Up, the podcast that shows entrepreneurs like you how other businesses exploded in the best possible way, of course. I'm Linda Claire Puig, the founder and CEO of Six Figure Newsletters, and I'm here with my co-host, Ari Eni, the head of strategy for the ACES Business Acceleration Program at Miracy. Hey there, Linda. In each episode of Blowing Up, we showcase an entrepreneur whose business, yes, blew up. It experienced what seemed to be a sudden success, but as we all know, that kind of success is not random or a fluke. The company employed a specific strategy that caused its rapid rise in revenue. So today we're going to dive into that strategy so that you can learn from it and determine how you might apply elements of it to your business. In this episode, we look at a quite successful, but not so often used strategy of providing done-for-you products. And we're talking less here about done-for-you services like web design or copywriting and more about done-for-you products that multiple people can use. Our guest is Abe Crystal, co-founder and CEO of Ruzuku, an online course delivery platform for entrepreneurs, authors, coaches, and small businesses. Abe is also co-founder of Instant Courses, which are done-for-you online courses that people can drop right into their business. Welcome to Abe. Now let's jump right into the conversation. We've worked with people who want to create online courses for a long time. And that's a strategy of sharing your expertise and serving customers that works really well for certain people. Uh, It tends to be people that enjoy sitting down and writing course materials or scripting and recording videos or coming up with interesting discussion prompts. Like that's their jam and they enjoy doing it. But there's a lot of people that really get stuck on that part, right? They may be a coach, a consultant, a service provider in some industry, and they have clients they want to help learn but they're just not comfortable or don't enjoy that course creation process. They may not have a background in curriculum design and creating content. Mm -hmm. Um, Or they Mm -hmm. may just flat out not have the time to do it, right? Like it's super time consuming to structure and create high quality courses. And so what we learned, this was a discovery for me. It was not something that I always understood or was aware of in the market, but there's a lot of people who want to offer courses that don't have the time or the skill set or just the inclination to do it themselves. And so there's a big gap to be filled there. The big problem is that then they don't. Exactly. And what happens when they don't? Their own business doesn't grow in the ways that they want it to. The people who could use their wisdom and the learning that a course provides don't get it. So then you decided to start offering some done-for-you courses. Well, I don't want to take credit for that insider discovery. It wasn't mine. (laughs) (laughs) That insight really came from Danny Eaney, who was looking at the landscape of online courses and content and seeing that Mm -hmm. gap there. And then we began discussing ways to address it together. Honestly, I was probably more skeptical than affirming of that insight initially, I guess, You couldn't understand why people would want to have courses created for them. Can you explain your understanding now about why that is? 
What the way I see it now is there are some people whose whole business is developing some kind of proprietary method or approach and teaching it to other people through courses. But a lot of other people are, they're not first and foremost course creators. Mm -hmm. The largest segment is coaches. We've seen that coaches benefit from courses in a number of ways, right? They can use them as part of their marketing and lead generation. They can offer courses that attract clients and pull them into their coaching, but they can also use it to have more robust offerings, right? Like rather than just having individual coaching, they can expand to offering courses of different types. They might use the structured content in courses delivered on an online course platform to make their coaching more scalable and more leveraged, right? So moving from just having sessions with clients to having an online program that their clients can go through and then work with the coach as needed, which is a lot more scalable, Mm -hmm. allows them to then expand into other offerings like a membership program, for example, for their clients to flow into, which can make their business a lot more scalable as well. So there's a wealth of opportunities you know, for coaches to use courses in a way that's complementary to their core coaching. But again, they're not necessarily wanting to build those themselves, or even if they want to, they may not have the time to. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that was really the, the lesson learned or the insight for me is that the way that the coaches could use courses is really underserved. So Abe, when you made this aha, you had this realization and then started offering these done for you programs. What happened with your business? It was an expansion of who we could serve before we could only address that segment of people who specifically wanted to be dedicated course creators. Mm -hmm. Now we can also address the segment of people who want to use courses in some aspects of their business, which is likely some type of coaching or consulting or expertise giving business, but they don't want to build it all themselves. We tested out this idea with content that was already out there and commercially available Mm -hmm. and that it was successful in the sense that we were seeing people buy it. So we validated that there was demand, Mm -hmm. but because it was a smaller scale offer and, and promotion, it didn't dramatically change the business. But then based on that, we invested more to build out more content and to do larger launches. And so that had a much bigger impact. Then we tried to understand better, how are they using it? What are all the different applications? So we developed a like a customer lifecycle model of the five phases of how people can work with their customers and use courses in, in working with their customers. And so we then use that model in our marketing to help people see the value of the approach. So it sounds like a big part of it has been essentially educating the market on how you would use this, why you need this in addition to what you're already doing. Yeah, it's very much an an educational process. Most coaches, consultants, service providers are not aware that these products exist. They don't understand why they would be so beneficial. For someone who has (laughs) a lot of different things that they could potentially do as a done-for-you service, which is the right path? Where should they start? That basically goes back to just understanding who your customer is Mm -hmm. and, and their needs. There's entire sections of the bookstore dedicated to that. But if people need a resource, reading the Lean (laughs) Startup would be a good start. So what I want to underscore is the difference between done-for-you service and done-for-you product. Service is you doing something for them, you know, graphic design or helping them load up their courses or doing their resume for them, Mm -hmm. that type of thing. That's a done-for-you service. Mm -hmm. A done-for-you product is something completely different. And I am of the opinion that a lot of people in our market, coaches, consultants, expert-based business owners, have done-for-you products in them that they just don't know about. 
So can you talk a little bit to that? Have you spent much time thinking about how other people can put done for you into their business? Honestly, you probably have more than I have, but I mean, (laughs) I think people can draw some inspiration from the fact that these products are gaining traction, right? Like people want them and are are buying them. Mm -hmm. It really comes back to understanding your customer because Mm -hmm. it's not the right solution in all cases. True. In some contexts, it might be more appropriate, for example, to have a productized service of some kind, right? So if you're a graphic designer, you might offer people monthly or quarterly subscription where they basically get a flat amount or even unlimited design work from you within certain parameters. Or if your specialty is editing blog posts to make them really effective and high converting, right? You may have a service where you do that for people that they just subscribe to. It all depends on what the customer wants. For someone who's trying to apply this type of model to their own business, they need to look at what are the unsolved problems for their client and then see if mm-hmm. done for you product or service or some combination of them is the right solution. So the products, the courses are editable. So it's essentially the white label <laughs> course that they can then take and do what they want with. And they just use that as a starting point. That's right. Yeah, same with our articles, our ready-to-go articles. You take them and then modify them however you wish. And that comes from, I don't know if your experience is like this, Abe, but mine certainly is. It's much easier to edit Mm -hmm. full page than to start with the absolutely blank Mm -hmm. one. (laughs) Oh, for sure. People have emailed me and, and told me that even if they're working on their own course idea, they'll start by browsing through the instant courses to get ideas for structure, to get ideas for activities, or even take bits and pieces and copy those into their own course rather than starting from scratch. And it truly is much easier if you don't have to face the intimidating blank page in front of you. Yeah. When I think about other people incorporating done for you into their business, I always encourage people to go back to exactly where you said, Abe, and that is who's your audience and can you find a problem that you can do for them where they don't have to do the work and they will bless you for that. Thank you for that. Buy it. Right. Are there any other tips that you have for people who might be considering offering done for you in their own business? You also have to have a way to market it, right? Like in our context, just adding done for you courses to our existing marketing channels, like our website and organic traffic, for example, would not have been sufficient because people aren't coming to us looking for that. They're coming looking to, okay, I want to build my course based on my own content. Mm -hmm. So we actually had to reach audiences that we weren't reaching. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that required having new partnerships. So I guess that would be one suggestion is it's not necessarily enough to identify a problem and have a solution to it with a done for you service or product. You also have to be able to reach the people who have that problem. A health coach creates a tracker, an organizer creates a home organizer book. Like there really are lots of different ways that you can add to. But what you said is to make sure that you understand whether your existing client base would absolutely gravitate toward that or whether you need to reach out further. Even if your current clients are a good fit, it doesn't mean that just adding a a done-for-you offering is going to have a significant impact. Because for example, if you're a coach, You might have a a healthy income with a relatively small number of high-end clients. But what that means is that if you add a done-for-you product that's not that expensive and a few of your boutique set of clients buy it, well, it's just not that much revenue. (laughs) So, you know, it, it would only actually move the needle for you if you were able to go out and reach people beyond your clientele. 
It sounds like the key thing here is that it is a leverageable product. It's nice that you can sell essentially the same thing to hundreds or even thousands of people. But the fact that hundreds or thousands of people can buy it doesn't mean that they will. And so if you're not going to be putting in the effort to actually get it in front of them, not worth even creating it in the first place. Are there any places within your own process that were really challenging as you were developing them that you think would be useful for people to know about? The investment required to build some kind of done-for-you product is going to vary a lot, I would guess, based on the domain and what type of product product, you create. Yeah, sure. I've never created one aside from courses, but I can tell you that creating done-for-you courses is a lot of work. (laughs) Um, It takes a team of specialists. We wound up working with a mix of instructional designers, researchers, writers, editors, uh, visual designers. It's very sort of multidisciplinary effort. So that means it requires both finding and paying those people, but it's also just a lot of management to keep all those pieces coordinating and and moving together. And that's why I would describe it as a sort of more advanced business Mm -hmm. strategy is that only makes sense if you have the team and resources to do that. Whereas in some other area, you might be able to identify a done-for-you offering that is much simpler, right, that you could do yourself. I think that's going to depend on the niche or market that you're in. Generally speaking, you wouldn't start your business and think, okay, I'm going to create a done-for-you empire. Well, yes, again, I would distinguish between applying done-for-you products in the context of growing and scaling your existing business versus Uh researching and innovating and creating your own done-for-you offering. The latter, I think, is, is a more advanced strategy. Exactly. The former, I think, is something that any service provider should look at doing. Right. So let's talk. As someone who has sold done-for-you products for years, I really appreciated the nuances that Abe brought to this discussion. He's a really smart man. If you'd like to explore adding done-for-you to your business, remember to look at the unsolved problems your clients and prospective clients have and assess whether a done-for-you product or service or some combination of the two is the right solution for them. You're looking to see if you can save them time, energy, and or money by using your done-for-you offers. Thank you very much to Abe for being with us. Be sure to download Abe's gift to you, which is immediate access to a course on creating your own course. It includes step-by-step guidance from the learning experts at Rizuku, who've helped create and launch hundreds of successful online courses and tons more. Get Abe's course and start learning right away by going to blowingup.rocks forward slash Abe. That's blowingup.rocks forward slash Abe, A-B-E. This episode of Blowing Up was produced by Linda Claire Puig. Cynthia Lamb is our managing producer and Danny Eaney, our executive producer. Post-production by Post Office Sound. To make sure you catch all the really great episodes of Blowing Up, follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now. And if you like the show, we'd love it if you could leave us a starred review or share the show with a friend. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.
Miracy. I certainly am willing to admit what I don't know. I tend to hold my truths lightly. I try not to have you know, very firm convictions because I recognize that when you move up an organization, your information is limited because you have a greater breadth of responsibility. I'm Sharon Richmond. I'm an executive coach and consultant with more than 30 years experience working with C-level executives. To Lead as Human is the podcast for you if you want to supercharge your leadership by bringing all of yourself into your role. Listen as our guests reveal their hard-won lessons and share their deep humanity. I think the turning point for me was when I realized that I want people to tell me what they think and they're afraid. They were honest to God, afraid to tell me things. It's like, I checked all the damn boxes, but I am so alone and I'm so unhappy. I'm burning myself out. And when I started looking at like, you know, my fears going into the shadows, sharing it with others, the very thing that would be a nightmare for most people in the workplace is the very thing that led me to my dreams. My guests know that the influence they have as top leaders comes with an equal measure of responsibility for all their stakeholders. They not only deliver great results for their customers and investors, they do so by building organizations that provide purpose, meaning, and a healthy work environment for their employees. One of the hallmarks of good leadership is clarity. If there isn't clarity around the goals, that creates confusion, that, that creates chaos. What's the end goal? What are we trying to achieve? And that makes people's jobs more purposeful. And people are clearly enjoying that. People who are making their own decisions, they're significantly more motivated in doing what they're doing. Yeah, I've really seen the maturity and growth of those individuals. And I think that we've now kind of really been able to create a lot of autonomy and give people a lot of freedom to do their best work. So not rocket science, nothing too crazy, but uh, you know, that was definitely a journey. I hope you'll join us every other week as we talk with these inspiring leaders and learn from the very human challenges and successes they've experienced on their own leadership journeys. And you ask me questions that I was like, gosh, I'm not sure I know what my values are. So I know they're there, but I'm not sure that they're articulated. So thanks for asking me those questions. They were hard. <laughs>